Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint and your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two, be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. I'm worried about you. I'm worried about me. I'm worried about what you and I have come to accept as normal when it comes to politics. 
And here's what I mean by that. It's not that I think you've done anything wrong. Uh, I know I've done a bunch of stuff wrong, but we're not talking about that at the moment. What I'm talking about is corruption. Blatant, out in the open, laid out before your eyes, corruption. There's been so much of it in American politics, in politics in general, because it's just a yucky game full of yucky people, power, money, and all that's going to attract corruption. But there's been so much of it in American politics now that I feel like it doesn't even really make a dent in us, does it? And I'll be honest, I'm just as jaded when it comes to it. When I hear about corruption, half the time I'm all, eh, they're all corrupt. I have that attitude, and that's, that's not healthy. Maybe you're there too. I feel like the American public is very much there. That is not a good place to be. In fact, it's a dangerous place to be. Because politicians are naturally corrupt anyway. When they feel like you don't care, that makes it so much worse. And right now, we're at this dangerous point in the United States of America where the public doesn't care and the entire American media is covering up for the Democrat Party's corruption. And now we're at a place where, well, we have the Biden family in the White House. Now, no, I'm not one of these people who thinks Joe Biden is the Antichrist. I'm not saying that. As I've told you, I think Joe Biden's four years, four months, is going to be worse than Obama's eight years just because of the radical people he has around him and because Joe Biden doesn't have the physical or mental strength to hold off his left flank. But that said, Joe Biden has a really, really, really ugly history. There is so much slime here. When you really dig into the Biden family, it's ugly. It is ugly. And we have, look, we have some guests tonight who are going to say things that are going to make your jaw drop because you think you know all this stuff, right? But you had forgotten, and I've forgotten some of this stuff. Listen, this, you remember the Hunter Biden thing, the Hunter Biden email thing? And, and look, don't roll your eyes at it. It's not old news. Remember this. This is what blows me away about it. We had... The New York Post, not some jerk water tabloid somewhere, the New York Post, one of the biggest newspapers in the United States of America. They researched, obviously extensively, all these big papers do, they researched and broke a story. And the story was awful. Hunter Biden looked so horribly corrupt. Verified, verified emails showing corruption, Referencing, you remember Tony Bobolinsky uh, talking about the big guy, talking big guy getting 10%, everybody knows, and Tony Bobolinsky was asked, and he said, oh, that's Joe Biden. And this story broke, and it was terrible. I mean, it looked awful. Imagine, just, just pause for a moment. I'm not doing that. Oh, Democrats are hypocrites thing. You know, I try not to do that. But pause for a moment and think if Don Jr.'s laptop was taken and they discovered authenticated emails showing the guy has crooked business deals because of his father all over the world. Do you think the world would have just tilted right off its axis? It would have. It would have been that kind of a big a deal. But not only did it not get treated like that here by you and I, I mean, you were probably screaming about it. I definitely was. I was talking about it on this show. But by the American people in general, It wasn't really treated like that. And the American media and the big tech, they censored the story. You know how dangerous that is? We have a politician 
quite possibly, quite probably, very much in bed with our number one geopolitical foe, our geopolitical foe, China, who only thinks about our destruction so they can dominate the world. We have our guy running for president who appears to have all kinds of ties to them, and it's broken by a legitimate news outlet, and the entire American media and big tech censored it out. You remember the, the, the uh, Twitter... They censored the New York Post, not just the article, not just the article. That was bad enough. You couldn't even get on your phone and get a link to the article and tweet it out. They would block you from being able to read it. They blocked the New York Post's account. Took days to get the thing unlocked. That is such an Orwellian, creepy level of censorship out there. That that kind of cover-up stuff. And don't forget this at all. They've been running polls afterwards, and a big enough percentage of Democrats have said after, one, they didn't know about the story, and two, if they had known about the story, they would not have voted for Joe Biden. This is the reason Joe Biden is now president of the United States of America, and Donald Trump is not, because the Biden family's corruption was covered up and excused by the American media, and most of them use that excuse they've been using for everything underneath the sun for the last four years, Russian disinformation. The intelligence community has said for months that Russia is very actively engaged in a disinformation campaign against the election, in this election, in particular against Joe Biden, trying to denigrate his campaign, as they said, in favor of President Trump. Well, we know that this whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. To me, this is uh, just classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian uh, tradecraft at work. What do you think the Russians are trying to get out of stoking these disinformation campaigns? Well, clearly, they want to endanger our democracy. This looks like your classic disinformation campaign. The Biden campaign says that this is Russian disinformation. Isn't it creepy how they all use the same language, too? They all get their talking points. They all get their marching orders. Well, it's clearly Russia. Russian disinformation. And by the way, you may not have recognized him, but the bald gentleman with glasses on about halfway through that spouting off about Russian dis disinformation, you know, a blatant lie. That's not just some jerk they picked up off the sidewalk. That's James Clapper. That's the former head of the DNI. Yeah, at the highest levels of our government, the highest intelligence gathering levels of our government, the highest law enforcement levels of our government, we have people now spouting Democrat talking points in order to cover up for the Democratic president of the United States of America. And it's not as if it's just, it's not just Hunter. Jim Biden, quote, Joe Biden's younger brother James is investigated by feds over his role in a Pennsylvania hospital business the day after the revelation that Hunter is also being probed over his tax affairs. I love this tax affairs. You know what those tax affairs are? The fact is Hunter Biden has gobs of money coming in and it's so not legit. Maybe the taxes didn't get paid on it. Gifts maybe that didn't get taxed. Oh, it's that bad. It's that bad. Oh, did I mention he's got another brother, brother Frank? Frank Biden, hired by the Berman Law Group in 2018, is listed as part of the executive leadership team as senior advisor, non-attorney. 
The law firm regularly touts their ties to the president, featuring Frank and his family connections prominently on their website, in promotional materials, and on social media, promising clients, quote, the expertise of a high-profile government relations consulting team led by Francis Frank Biden, brother of former Vice President Joe Biden. In 2020, the firm filed these two class action lawsuits against China involving the COVID outbreak. In both press releases announcing the lawsuits, Biden's brotherhood with the president was featured up high, even as the firm confirmed in a statement to CNN that Biden was not even involved in the cases. And on Inauguration Day, as Frank appeared at the Capitol as his brother was being sworn in, the firm placed this two-page ad in a local Florida newspaper emphasizing the shared values between the two Biden brothers, specifically mentioning the firm's lawsuit against sugarcane growers, quote, filed against the backdrop of incoming President Joseph Biden Jr.'s commitment to environmental and social justice. The call is coming from inside the House. I think you and I have accepted too much of this corruption. The media is covering it up, and we've accepted this as normal. What the Joe Biden family has done, is doing, that we're going to lay out tonight, it's not normal, and it doesn't have to be accepted. And if we want any kind of a country going forward, we're going to start being a lot less accepting of this kind of garbage. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have an incredible show for you tonight. Buckle up. You know what's weird about the Hunter Biden thing? I, I find this to be personally weird. Is now, it's like it's old news if you're on the right. It feels like it's just something that's in the past, right? Oh, Hunter Biden, nah, ha, ha, he's got some problems. We have to understand this is still like a really, really, really big deal. And we still have, a, we still have his laptop with some really damaging stuff. You remember when Joe was asked about it? And Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what is your response to the New York Post story about your son, sir? I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. Right up your alley. Those are the questions you always ask. And, and did you... Okay. Huh, that, all right. Joining me now to talk about it and other things is the guy with the Media Action Network, Ken LaCourt, also LaCourt News. Ken... I think people forget, because we have such short memories, there's some really, really bad stuff with a witness backing up the bad stuff that was on that laptop. Come on, this is old news. <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? We're right? not allowed to talk about this. Look, the biggest scandal, I think, of the last election was the fact that the media buried this thing so much, and in a, in a way that, that was with, with glee, falsely pulling in charges of, of that, that, that again more made up oh it must have come from russia charges it was uh it was more than an embarrassment it was a it was a a blow to american democracy regardless of what hunter biden did or didn't do uh it was an awful thing and and the media has abdicated any kind of stance that they could be a, a fourth estate keeping watch on this presidency and then and then the fact that they just kind of completely let it slide i mean major institutions the fbi had this stuff for a year 
And it wasn't until this this you know poor guy in the in the shop who who gets this realizes that he has a hot potato, turns it over to the FBI, sees that nobody does anything for it in a year, and now you know now he had to flee his state and close down his business because uh, of the death threats he was getting. This is uh, a horrid time in American history, and and okay. and and regardless of 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 Hunter Biden's personal problems, which are are many and, and public problems. Yeah, and look, it's the guy does drugs. It's 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 fine. It's not even really what I want to talk about. I mean, obviously, that's that can be a problem too when you're dealing with an enemy state like China. What was on the laptop, Ken? I think people forget, and we do need to bring this up again. What tell people what was on the laptop? So I saw a lot of those emails firsthand. Not not all of them. Um, there was some salacious stuff that I didn't wasn't able to prove what what was going on, and it was pictures of him with his robe open and a and what was I believe his daughter-in-law in the in a back corner of a room that some said, hey, this could be child pornography. This could be illegal. I I, I think that that definitely is something that needs to be looked at. Um, but I couldn't kind of confirm exactly what I was seeing and, and where it was coming. What I did see was basically a whole, and, 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 and confirmed much of this, was a number of back and forths between the PR companies that this Burisma hired. So Burisma is this, is this sketchy is, is an understatement. I mean, I mean, basically you got a guy who was the, it's a great story. You got a guy who was like the ministry, the ministry head of, of Ukraine. He sells himself oil and, and gas rights. He sells it to himself, but he, <laughs> he can't sell it right to yourself. You have to do it through a, a, a shell corporation that he had is in Cyprus. So now it turns out, hey, this guy who used to be in the government, he's a billionaire because he owns, you know, he has so many of the, of the rights that he, again, that he sold himself. So understandably, people within the company, um, within the country come after him and he uses the power and money that he had to hire a bunch of people, um, um, former president of Poland, uh, um, um, a bunch of people in the United States. He's got a CIA, a former CAA guy on his board. He's got, there was a number of things like that. And they basically said, we're going to hire as much influence we can get to squash down these investigations on us. And, and you know, legal, illegal, I mean, the, the, the worst thing that you know about Washington, D.C., it's, it's not the stuff that's illegal. It's like, you know, the guy who's, who's taken a, a cash bribe underneath. I mean, the worst stuff about the swamp is the stuff that they've legalized. The fact that you can say, I'm going to hire Hunter Biden, who is his Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, Joe Biden just got appointed as the, as the point person to Ukraine by, by President Obama. I'm going to hire his kid, give him all sorts of money, and he's just going to be a consultant for me for $50,000 a month. And that's 100% legal. I mean, that's the scary stuff that's on here. So... What I saw was a healthy dose of, of this company hiring PR firms, Hunter Biden's law firm, doing a lot of special favors, probably all, everything that I saw wasn't necessarily Ill illegal. I mean, the things that I saw was what I described. But the irony of it was, is when the president of the United States, Trump called up and said, you know, there's some weird stuff going on here. He got impeached for it. He literally got impeached for asking, asking uh, 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 you know, another country to look into all of this crazy dealings, and it was crazy dealings because his dad went there. They fired this prosecutor, who the, you know, everybody around, all all the elites are saying, well, that prosecutor was corrupt. He wasn't doing his job, et cetera, et cetera. Well, as it turns out, the new prosecutor dismissed all the charges with a with a relatively minor fine against this company. So exactly what Burisma wanted to happen happened. 
So, but it was spun because they bought off enough media, they bought off enough politicians to be like, no, no, no. He, Joe, Joe Biden, when he weirdly went into another country and demanded that they fire their, their basically their attorney general, that was all just to help corruption. It had nothing to do with his son who was on the board of a company that was being investigated by this guy. It's crazy. Oh, it was crazy. It was corrupt. It was bad. But you know, look, the whole thing. You and I will never. You and I will never get the memo between Hunter and and Joe Biden. You know, Biden's like, well, I never spoke to my son about it. You know, he met with his his partner, who was also on the board of this company, like two weeks before the guy went on to the the, the board. And and you know, there was a lot of that. But you know, nobody nobody record. Well, somebody might have recorded the Biden's dinner conversations. I mean, the FBI actually might have that in their in their in their pocket if they had cell phones on. But but you know, there was not that explicit thing that made it from really disgusting and dirty to people go to jail. That hasn't been proven yet, but it exists. This whole thing makes me want to take a shower, just reliving it all. And then, as you mentioned in the very beginning, Ken, the whole lockdown by what I call the system of preventing people from talking about it, they they shut down the Twitter account of the freaking New York Post. We're not talking about the National Enquirer here. One of the biggest papers in the country for daring to do a well-researched article, gone. Yes, it was a, you know, when we talk about, you know, the Trump people who are saying, man, there was collusion, it was a coup against Trump. I mean, it was, we saw some of the largest entities in the United States. The FBI fell, fell down on it and, and hid this information. The entire news media, uh, with, a, with a very few exceptions, like the New York Post and Fox and, and, and some of the conservative media. Uh, uh, and then the social guys went and killed you for reporting it. It's, um, it, if it was in a fiction book, you'd be like, come on, let's get to the, let's get to the real stuff. But it wasn't. And he's president. And so, you know, we know that the FBI is not going to do too much. We know that they're not going to that 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 the new administration isn't going to somehow punish uh, any 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 media outlets for censoring all of this. You know, everybody's happy in in that world now. The the machine won. What's he doing now? No one even knows where he is now. I mean, I have a headline here: hiding Hunter Biden, laying low in L.A., starting in art career with a shady dealer is this is this real what is this look you know you hate to dump on a guy who has clear problems right but when you look into some of the crap he did it's it's like he admitted to to buying crack from a homeless person uh, uh you know as his dad was either vice president or just finished being vice president and then got a gun pulled out of him on, on Skid Row in Los Angeles. I mean, this is a guy that returned a rental car um, with, uh, as his dad was vice president, returned a rental car with crack, a crack pipe, his dead brother's badge, like like kind of an ID badge. He was a, a an attorney general of a state or, or some, something big on that. And some cards with some secret service guys from within the White House. And, and had hallucinations as he was on the road, so he turned the car back in like that. You know, this is a guy that had, I think her name was Bubbles, you know, had a homeless woman living in his house to, to help recuperate. And this is a guy who, who, you know, it's like, you know, not only did when, when, his, when he got a divorce from his wife, he then hooked up with an affair with his then dead brother's widow, and then ended up marrying another gal that he'd known for a matter of weeks that he met in rehab. I mean, it's just, it's like, again, you hate to dump on him, but it's quite a story. It's, it's, um, um, you know, he makes crack addicts bad. All right. And look, look, 
I, I want to intro this just because I don't want to I don't want to just drop it on you. But Jen Psaki was asked about Hunter Biden still being involved with the China. Watch. The third more meaty question, if I could just follow up on a quote from the president in December. Uh, he said, uh, quote, uh, my son, my family will not be involved in any business, any business, any enterprise that is in conflict with or appears to be in conflict with where there's appropriate distance from the presidency and government. Uh, just recently, there were reports that the president's son still owns a 10 percent stake in a Chinese investment firm formed with state owned entities. Uh, do you have an update on the divestment uh, from that investment? Uh, he has been working to unwind his investment, but I would certainly uh, point you, he's a private citizen, I would point you to him or his uh, lawyers on the outside on, on any update. Was she harangued? Yeah, exactly. What, I mean, this is why I'm talking about this. This is a very, very, very big deal. If the Communist Party of China has their tentacles this deep in the White House, why is this not a bigger deal? Look, we didn't even talk about China. I mean, so it's like, the, the, the top line on China is that as Vice President, then Vice President Biden and John Kerry were on a were on Air Force Two going to China um, um, to negotiate trade deals and all that stuff. One's kid and another one is like a like a stepson of Kerry were in it. We're on the same plane as it all landed and dad went to go deal with the Chinese top officials. They went to go get an investment fund from a Chinese bank. Well. That that's not like a like a, a private. It's not like dealing with Bank of America. It's like it's like dealing with the government. So as 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 the government was negotiating with the as the Chinese government was literally negotiating with the representatives of the United States, the Chinese government was also cutting deals with two of their kids, or a kid and a stepkid on that, and they got a great investment uh, investment portfolio that then they got to invest around. <laughs> Seems like there should be a law against something like that, but uh, crazy. The kid got a—I keep calling him a kid. Hunter Biden is not a kid, but I, I, I say that. Um, you know, he got a diamond from from one of the Chinese guys that he was doing business with, who's now I think been disappeared in the country. And we wouldn't have known about this except in the divorce. His wife's like, "Hey, remember that diamond that 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 Chinese guy gave you as a gift? You know, I'd like to see that now." You know, we'll see if that gift showed up on his on his tax returns. So when you hear them, when you hear recent things of them saying they're looking into some Hunter Biden taxes, I'm just guessing that that the crack addict son of the vice president probably didn't go get an appraisal on that, so he paid income taxes on that. Again, I don't want to I don't want to point any aspersing fingers at people, but probably didn't happen. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, look, this is, look, this is also how how DC exists, though. I mean, a lot. Look, a lot of kids are 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 skating behind their parents' reputation, and and nobody has done that more closely and better than Hunter Biden. When his dad was a U.S. senator from Delaware, where they where they, you know, where, where there are so many banks and so much banking regulation, what did Hunter Biden do? Oh, he had a lobbying firm about banking. I mean, every time his dad went to another industry. The, his son and his brother, you're going to see, uh, who also built houses in Iraq and and, and some other things, uh, uh, you know, they just they just kind of floated behind him and traded on his name. It's it's a family business, and I think that you're going to find out if this ever comes out, which it may never, that that Father Biden, Joe Biden, also probably had some demands of his own. Make sure that you're that, that that you know that that kid gets paid for college. You know whether he was taking checks directly, the ten percent for the big guy thing, or whether it was you're taking care of the family because this is basically the family business. It's it's again it's quasi legalized corruption. 
which nobody's going to ask any questions of because the press is so happy that Donald Trump is 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 away somewhere that they're they're just not going to tear him down right now. Maybe maybe later. I need a shower. I need a shower right now, Ken. Ken LaCourt, everybody. Ken, thank you so much, man. It was awesome. Glad to be here. All right. I'll be back. Look, it's like we've already talked about. Joe Biden has been there forever. And there's a thing about power, and this isn't even, frankly, just for Democrats. People want to use it when they get it. People get power, and they can do something, and they want to do something. I remember what came out, what Joe Biden supposedly told his brother Frank during the campaign. In the midst of his campaign for president, Joe Biden took his younger brother Frank aside to issue a warning. Quote, for Christ's sake, watch yourself, Biden said of his brother's potential business dealings, according to a person with knowledge of the conversation. Don't get sucked into something that would, first of all, hurt you. And the Frank Biden, his law firm, this is, this is what they promise. The expertise of a high-profile government relations consulting team led by Francis Frank Biden, brother of former Vice President Joe Biden. Look, we all know what the game is here. Joining me now to talk about that is Libby Emmons. Emmons. She's the senior contributor to The Federalist, senior editor to The Post-Millennial. Libby, how, how dirty is Joe Biden? Is he standard politics dirty? Is he Bill Clinton levels of dirty? How dirty is it? I'm not sure that we're ever really going to know because at every turn, reporters have been prevented from doing the research, really, and having it get out there. We saw the New York Post attempted to do a big investigative story on some materials that they uncovered from a laptop that Hunter Biden left in um, Delaware. And when that material came out, they were censored and suppressed by Twitter and Facebook. We saw Jack Dorsey even go before Congress and testify that the uh, information had been hacked, even though there was absolutely no reason to believe that it had been hacked. And in fact, research suggested that it had not been hacked at all. The federal government said that it was not hacked material, but that it was legitimate. And I think also you had Joe Biden at the time come out and say that the laptop was a result of Russian disinformation, which also is just something we've heard for four years uh, with regard to Trump. And that was proven incorrect with Trump. And it was proven incorrect here with Hunter Biden. It was not Russian disinformation. It was just dirty material on a laptop. And now we're seeing what I think has probably been going on for the entirety of Joe Biden's incredibly mediocre career in federal politics, uh, which is that his family is peddling influence, you know, to just using his name to obtain power. They've done it uh, it's certainly alleged to have been done anyway with regard to business dealings in China and, of course, in Ukraine, where Hunter Biden was on the chair of a big energy company getting something like $50,000 a month to do it. And at every turn, whenever these people are questioned, we are told that there are these mitigating circumstances or that it's not real or we see Joe Biden just brush it off as though it's nothing. There's this pervasive idea that he and his family couldn't possibly be guilty of any wrongdoing, as though it's just 
you know, ridiculous uh, right-wing propaganda, and they won't even address the question. And after seeing four years of them tearing at Trump and tearing at his family and not finding anything, to now hear that there's no reason to investigate this stuff is just a peculiar and intensely hypocritical. We also Libby, saw, hate... also, um, yeah. No, no, I hate to, I'm sorry to interrupt. I hate to, I hate to ask uh, uh, probably a stupid question, but is all the investigating of this stuff done? Because I, I look, I'm old enough to remember how dirty this stuff really was. And like you mentioned, Tony Bobulinski, we have witnesses, we have documentation. Like, th these things aren't rumors. We know them. Is there any current investigation underway into this stuff, or is it all just, oh, we're finished with this now? I think Hunter Biden is still being investigated uh, at a federal level, but I don't know that anything's going to come of that. Certainly now that his dad is the president, it seems like sort of an awkward situation. Um, but I think that there's also a pervasive uh, ethos on left-wing media to suppress any information that is uncovered, to just patently dismiss it, to say that it's false, to not even address it. And that's what we saw. The New York Post was so instrumental in coming out with their reporting and going in depth on that stuff. And they were just squashed. Um, if it were any smaller of an outlet, they would have been completely destroyed by what Twitter and Facebook did to them over those stories. Uh, and to see this, I think it'd be really hard to be in Congress right now. I think it would be just be getting whiplash from the constant stream of um, refusals to answer these questions, as well as the you know censorship and all of this stuff. It's just really shocking. And now you also have um, Senator Hawley's book was canceled by the same publisher that is publishing Hunter Biden's book, you know, this sort of like sad story of his drug addiction. And for some reason, it was the number one bestseller in Chinese biographies on Amazon. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> how is, you know, how is that even a thing? You also have him refusing to disclose his financial information as regards the paternity suit, where he's been proven to be the father of this child, and he won't turn over any of his information financially while he's living in some, you know, multi-million dollar home in California and driving around in fancy cars. What kind of guy just doesn't take responsibility for his own child, whether it's a child that was out of wedlock or, you know, or his previous kids from his past marriage? What's going on with that? What kind of thing is that to do? And this is also a family where you've had, I think, Frank Biden, Jim Biden, also um, the sister was Victoria, maybe is her name. All of them have had really serious tax issues where they haven't paid, you know, more money in taxes than I've probably made in that period of time, you know, and they just, they haven't paid it. There's been tax liens and things like this from the same, from people who are backing the same party that says tax the rich to pay for everything. And it's like, well, who cares if you tax the rich? The rich won't even pay their tax bills. That doesn't really help anything at all. Um, so are they incredibly dirty? I, I think there's every reason to believe it, but I don't know that we're ever going to get any answers. They're incredibly skilled at playing this game um, and posing as, you know, the good guys down the block who just have everyone's best interests at heart while lining their own pockets. Let you me, know, do, how do you get the sense the American people think 
there are two different justice systems. Because I'll be honest, Libby, I do. I, I feel like we now are firmly in this camp where there are two separate justice systems. If you're on the left or any group that aids the left in any way, you really are on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. And if you're on the right at all, you are screwed, for lack of a better way to put it. But am, am I wrong? Am I oversimplifying that? I don't think you are entirely oversimplifying that. And I think there's two things that, that speak to that. Um, when the Hunter Biden story broke in the fall, when the Post broke that story, we saw NPR and the New York Times and the Washington Post, specifically, these are the ones that I remember, coming out and publishing stories about the fact that they would not cover the allegations against Hunter Biden. These were stories they ran. These were like full stories about how they had all of these really good reasons to not cover this incredible story that could mean that, you know, the presidential favorite or, you know, that Joe Biden was going to um, who was going to be taking the presidency had been involved in rather shady dealings, even though he had said repeatedly that he was not even aware of any kind of business dealings that his son was involved in. And we had Tony Bobulinski saying that he was basically vetted by Joe Biden before he was brought on to work on, um, you know, China dealings. So what's that about? Why is it that these very influential media outlets ran stories about why they would not cover a story? What is it? Like, if there was no story to cover, then why are they telling us about why they wouldn't cover it? That seems crazy. Oh. And then there's also, so we have this ridiculous impeachment where we're going to impeach a man who is not president, which, what kind of sense does that even make? And I was hearing, <laughs> I was hearing talks today about um, how the Congress, the big thing that they're going to push in the Senate is how there was this January 6th riot and how it was all President Trump's fault, as though these people who did this don't have any responsibility for their own actions. Meanwhile, you have all summer for more than 100 days, 100 nights in a row, we had rioting, we had massive property destruction, I think the biggest property destruction that the country has seen, according to insurance adjusters. And the Democrats have taken absolutely, absolutely no responsibility for that, despite coming out over and over and talking about how these riots and these protests were so important and it was so much more important than COVID, that everyone go out there and destroy things. No one's taking responsibility for that, but one guy's supposed to be taking full responsibility for, what, a few hours on an afternoon, which by all means were horrible. No one should go around storming the Capitol, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but no one should go around trying to burn down the federal mm -hmm. courthouse in Portland for a hundred nights in a row. And we had Kamala Harris before the election saying, it's not gonna stop. Even once we hit election day, it's not gonna stop. Oh, yeah. Once we're president, it's not gonna stop. And in fact, it hasn't. I think over the weekend, we had BLM and Antifa marching through Washington DC, tormenting people who were just trying to eat a meal at these ridiculous outdoor restaurants that we're forced to, you know, well, that, that we have now, because we can't go inside. Um, Frankenstein's monster yeah, is alive, alive and well. Sure Libby is. Evans, thank you so sure much, is. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Have a good one. You too. We'll be back.
I do wonder if we've just accepted the corruption, though. I mean, you know, we get conditioned to accept certain things in life. We all do. It's how we survive this life. You remember when Joe Biden was asked about Hunter in this interview? New tonight, President Biden also discussed his son, Hunter. You know, I'll bet there's not a family you know that doesn't have somebody in the family that had a drug problem or an alcohol problem. Hunter addresses those problems in a new memoir. But the honesty with which he stepped forward and talked about the problem and the hope that it gave me hope reading it. I mean, it was like, my boy's back. You know what I mean? He's... Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry to get so personal. I don't believe any of that stuff, by the way. Nothing. Joining me now to talk about that, Washington Times columnist and comedian Tim Young. Tim, am I just horribly jaded and that I think all this stuff is a gigantic put-on? I don't believe any of these guys, when they do the fake choke-up thing, I, I just don't do it. What family hasn't had a problem where one of the brothers bangs the widow of the other brother? Right? I mean, like, hey, that just seems like a normal, normal thing. Let's get emotional about it. My boy's back. My boy's back from whatever strip club he just was at. I, I, I know. It, all right, setting aside the Bidens for a second, are we the American people too jaded now when it comes to corruption? I feel like we've almost accepted it. We've almost embraced it. We just accept all these people are scum. They're all getting rich off of doing something pretty much illegal, and I don't love it, but it is, it is what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. And if, if we didn't just kind of let it go from before, all we heard was how corrupt Donald Trump was when he wasn't for four years. And so everyone has just become accustomed to the wording and the phrasing of this. I mean, literally, Joe Biden is everything that the left described Donald Trump as over the past four years. So they've been prepping us with the words kind of getting this like type of corruption and these accusations that are legitimate against Biden as opposed they were against Trump uh, in, into the lexicon. They're, they're controlling the conversation. The, the Biden family, while well, obviously, as you already pointed out, I mean, just a, dis a complete disaster from the get-go. Uh, does politics do that to you? Do you think that's a product? I know we're not in there. Do you think that's a product of just being involved in the swamp for 47 years? Too much money, too many steak dinners, too many connections. It's just You're just going to end up with problems. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, you you just are untouchable at that point or you believe yourself to be untouchable at that point. And of course you are, because nothing has ever you've had no uh, penalty or any kind of punishment for anything you've done or any of the dirty dealings that you've done. In fact, he continues moving up and being able to get away with whatever he wants to do. So, yeah, that'll corrupt you pretty quickly. And also, I mean, has did did uh, Joe Robinette ever have a, a real job before this or has he just been in politics for, you know, 60 percent of his life or 70 percent of his life? It is astounding, these guys who... What connection could you possibly have with the real world if you've spent five decades campaigning, raising money, shaking hands, kissing babies, and meeting people in D.C.? He has no perspective on life at all. Well, I don't think he's got much perspective of anything at this point other than what pudding he's going to have for dinner. But before that, he used to ride the Amtrak train. Remember when he would ride the Amtrak train like us uh, poors would? I mean, we really, he really understood <laughs> us, Jesse. He did. He did. I remember they're always selling that blue-collar Joe from Scranton. He hasn't been in Scranton since the, Nixon was in office. Since Corn Pop was there and they had that razor blade fight yes. or whatever. You know, it's back in the day yes. when the kids would rub his legs. Yes. Oh, gosh, Joe Biden. All right. Don't you miss the Clintons? Uh, now, let, me, let, me, let me be clear. 
I miss the Clintons a lot because I think any story, movie, book, whatever, I think the bad guy is what makes it. It is not about the protagonist. You need a great bad guy. Everybody loves Gladiator, and it's not because of Russell Crowe. It's because you hated Commodus in that movie. The Clintons made corruption somehow more fun. I mean, they were just so blatantly filthy, pay to play. They just started a foundation that never did anything but fly around the world on private planes, taking taking donations from foreign powers while she was Secretary of State. That's real corruption I can get behind. Well, listen, I think they're kind of gone now. We're in the Obama side of corruption now where there's more theatrics to it. But if you want to go movies with this, I think the uh, the closest villain Joe Biden would be would be the Mandarin in Iron Man 3, not the best Iron Man, by the way, and uh, where he just was kind of a, an actor, kind of a goof actor that had no idea where he was. He was drunk all the time. They threw ladies at him and put him on TV because he looked scary. Uh, that's that's your best comparison as villains go to Joe Biden. He. I mean, this guy, like, we, we know where it's going. We know it's all executive orders. We know it's Obama pulling the strings behind it. It's it's just, it's tiresome. I did, I did like the Clintons, though, better. And again, it was another time when Bill Clinton was in office where we had to kind of guess what was happening, and they didn't just throw it in your face. Yeah, that is true. They added an element of mystery to it. How long do you give Joe? I, and I realize I'm I'm asking a, an odd question, but I, I, I say they give him a year. I get, say they give him a year, let him save some face, and then chuck him out the back. Well, they've already been throwing out stories about him uh, suffering from memory loss and whatnot. So they're testing out that 25th Amendment game already. Uh, if they weren't doing that, I'd say, you know, maybe three years. But I, he's going to be sub two, I think. you got to get Kamala in for a full cycle to campaign. Tim Young, everybody. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back. I know that was a lot to take in, right? That's a lot to take in. And it's tough because uh, what can you do about it now? You're stuck with the guy. Well, I'll tell you there's something you can do about it. There's something you can do with this information. Tell people. Talk to people about it. No, you don't have to be like the leftist constantly being obnoxious. But understand, you have to evangelize to your friends and family whenever it's appropriate and let them know why they're seeing what they're seeing. Why is Joe Biden doing this deal that kind of looks easy on China? Why does this person in Joe Biden's administration have these strange ties to China? Explain this to people and explain why it's so important. We all have to be more purposeful. I hope you enjoyed it. I know you did. I sure did. I'll see you. Newton Group Transfer, they are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, call 888-845-3773. 
That's 888-84-JESSE or go to timesharejesse.com. Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 